Hello and welcome to She's Just Another Loser podcast. I'm your host, Louisa Hopp. Well, it's 4.42 in the morning on Saturday and I can't sleep. So I have a lot to talk about today. I have a few things that are on my mind and I just kind of want to get them off. So let's jump right into it, shall we? Let's get started on this journey. I guess I would like to start off with saying, wow, it's been such a crazy week. Like, I've done five interviews for my portfolio that really mentally drained me and then mentally preparing for those was exhausting and then it's finals week it's my last week for my finals which I had one final that had four different sections to it and oh my god it was crazy and the week before I had four finals so like that was exhausting So I just think I'm just overall exhausted. So my brain is kind of in a different place today. Um, I haven't seen my therapist in almost two weeks now. I see her, she put me on this new plan where it's like every other week instead of every week. And I'm kind of feeling like I need someone to talk to. But, and I know I talk to my husband all the time and I talk to Jason and I talk to my mom all the time and I talk to my family members, but I don't know. Just, I just wanted to talk to myself. I guess I can say that I used to talk to myself a lot and now it kind of just feels empty. So I wanted to bring out my, she's just another loser journal out again because something's been on my mind. I, um, Matthew made a statement the other day of how he's never met anybody that's bipolar, like outwardly bipolar. And I don't know, that made me kind of feel weird. Like, and then, and then his brother said something like that, like I cut down all the trees in my yard, right? One day, cause I hated them. And I was realizing at that time, at that moment, that those were my manic, my hypermania episodes. And because I was not on medications at that time or seeing a doctor at that time. And, you know, analyzing everything that I do. And, you know, just recently I, I was just talking about it and just expressing how I felt. And I kind of he said wow I didn't know he's like that's what those moments were when you would just do things like that and that kind of made me feel bad too like I'm sorry that I'm not normal and that I don't do things the same way as you guys do them I guess you know I saw this meme on Instagram the other day and it says that people that are bipolar is are they really bipolar or do they have multiple souls and emotions living inside them to not get confused with the DID which is dissociative identity disorder 
So, yeah, I just thought it was a funny meme because sometimes it feels like I have so many emotions that I feel like I'm going to explode. I just feel like I can't handle it. I feel drained. I feel frustrated. I feel tired. I don't know if I said that already, but I just feel so much and it frustrates me. And when someone asks me like, oh, Louisa, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I just want to explode and release and express my emotions in a very normal way where it's one emotion at a time or really what is normal? Like, I keep saying this word normal, but what is it? You know, like, is it really even true, the word normal, or is it just a idea in my head that I want to be something else? I think that's more of what normal really means to me. Because if you ask me, like, what normal means, it means someone that's not me. <laughs> uh, someone that handles their emotions not so abruptly. Someone that doesn't get frustrated or mad because of a small thing. You know, like, you put the fork the wrong way. Or you moved my gnome that I have in my office. Or that something like that. You know, something that fucking pisses me off and then I'm done or sometimes I'm just mad like I have no reason to be mad I'm just mad or sometimes I just want to dance and explode and move around and yell and scream and just party and just do that the moment I wake up and I'm so confused why no one is feeling the same way as me but they it takes time for people to wake up and things like that so I know I'm just ranting I just feel like ranting today. I know it's, I feel like I'm, you know, woe is me, but I'm not woeing as me. I'm just expressing and how I feel. But I know it's going to get better. And I'm probably, you know, at times I think maybe it won't get better. And this is all that it gets. My psychiatrist and my therapist say that they aim to help me feel a steady medium. <laughs> and I find that so funny because my best friend says that. She goes, I feel medium today. Or I'm pretty medium. And I'm just like, I find that phrase so funny. So when my therapist, my psychiatrist say it, like, we're going for you to feel medium right in the middle where you're not too high, you're not too low. You're just steady in the medium. And recently I've been feeling like I am in that medium medium. I feel like I'm saying it weird now, <laughs> but by the way, I'm in my robe right now. I'm in my robe. It is now five in the morning <laughs> and I wonder why I'm not normal. <laughs> oh God. Sorry. I just feel a little bit baffled today and a little bit stir crazy. This quarantine is really getting to me and Matthew keeps talking about how things aren't going to go back to normal and I don't know, that word normal keeps resonating with me. Like, what is it? How do I get past it? And it's really trying, it's really driving me crazy. But, uh, I have another topic that I wanted to talk about today. Um, 
lately, I know that I don't talk about this at all in even my social media life, my personal life. Um, I make, I just make jokes about it really. Um, so recently I've been talking to my dad and man, sometimes the way that I talk about him is like so angry. I'm so mad at him. And I stopped talking to him about seven years ago. I didn't call him. I didn't text him. I didn't write him. I didn't do anything. I gave no shits. But then my cousin passed away from COVID. And it was kind of an eye opener for me that I'm going to lose a lot of family on that side because I don't talk to them. Or not because I don't talk to them. Not like... Not like that, but I'm going to lose family on that side, right? And I disassociated myself with them completely. Like, I stopped talking to them. I stopped hanging out with them. Um, I even unfollowed them so that way I don't pay attention. And so that way, like, if I don't see it, if I don't feel it, I, I just, I don't feel it at all. I feel it makes me empty. So that's what I did. I just stopped talking to them. And I guess, I guess I should start with why I stopped talking to him. Uh, Well, so I know this podcast is a little bit more off and abrupt. I didn't really make an outline for it. I just kind of just plugged my mic in and I just started talking. But yeah, so my cousin passed away from COVID. And, you know, made me feel he was a really close cousin to me, you know, uh, before this, before me disassociating myself with that fat side of the family. You know, we did talk a lot. He's my birthday buddy. You know, we hung out a lot. We grew up together. Um, my family, you know, hung out with him a lot, a lot, a lot when I was growing up. And then he's my age too. So when he passed away, it was a huge eye opener for me that one day I'm going to lose pieces of that family or members of that family. And I'm not gonna, and I'm, and I'm not going to have new memories with them. And that really scared me. And I made me feel terrified of who I was becoming that how was I somebody that speaks about loving people and trusting people and you know really talking it out and really trying to get better but (laughs) having hatred and disassociating myself from people like who do I think I am you know like who (laughs) do I think I'm this untouchable person where my own like um what is that word man I always forget words It's so upsetting sometimes that my own, like, self-help, I'm not even using it, dude. Like, that's so upsetting. Like, that's so upsetting. And that really made me mad. So uh, I talked to my therapist about it, and she said, right now, Louisa is a very good time. I don't know why she has such a high voice in my head, but she doesn't. She's, she has a very normal woman voice. She's she's actually from Australia, which is pretty cool. I wish I can do her accent, but it's beautiful. It's so lovely. It's so soothing. 
but she always says, Louisa, I think it's a, she's told me, she goes, Louisa, I think it's a great time for you to start talking to that side of the family. Maybe start associating yourself with them. And, you know, you can get to know them and talk to them on the phone and do all this stuff. And then once this is a little bit over, you can go and get dinner with them and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, that's a great idea. So that's what I've been doing. And I've been talking to my aunts and my cousins and it's been beautiful. I've been writing them letters and I haven't felt this much joy in so long. Like it makes me feel so connected and I just miss them. I, I, I just like turned off that section of my brain where I had all of these wonderful, beautiful memories with my family, with that side of the family, with my dad's side of the family. And, you know, it really hurt me that I was so angry at him that I discontinued my family, really. And that's upsetting. And I know that I dislike this man, right, so much that I did that. But I started asking myself, why do I just like him? And there's a million reasons. One, he pulled a gun on me. Two, he has pushed and shoved my mom and in front of me and behind my back and all this stuff. Three, he did drugs. Four, he did he's a gang member. Five, he is an alcoholic. So, you know, I can I can keep going with all of the numbers of what he is. But does that mean that he's going to be this person forever? Right? Or am I just an idiot to think that he won't be? Like, people change. And Matthew brought up this conversation with Jason the other day about how people deserve chances. And I've given this man so many chances that Chance the Rapper would rename himself. (laughs) I don't even know if that makes sense, but it made sense in my head, so I said it out loud. You know, I've given this man so many chances that he's let me down. There's been a time where I can look back where he told me he wasn't drinking and he wasn't going to do all this stuff, and we went on a camping trip with him and my cousin, And he started drinking and he started making a fool of himself. And I packed up my tent and I left. Mind you, we were in Malibu. Mind you, I didn't have a car. I just had my cell phone. And I walked. I think it was like 10 miles with my stuff on my back in the middle of the morning. I think it was also 5 o'clock in the morning. And I just started walking and walking and walking and getting away from him because I knew that he wasn't going to be awake. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't leave a note. I just left. I called my mom once I got really tired. I actually didn't call my mom first. I called my best friend and I was crying and I felt so ashamed of myself for trusting him again. And how could I do this to myself? And, and I, and she was just like, you know, that's what happens when you, you know, know that you trust people again and, you know, you have to know where your limits are with them. And I remember that till this day. And then I called my mom and I told her what happened. And she, her and my uncle 
came and picked me up and you know it really broke my heart that and then sorry it was tough to realize that your dad isn't going to be who you want him to be it was really hard for me to understand that and then I was in a major car accident. We didn't talk for a year until then. He was so mad at me. Like, who does that? Why didn't I just tell him? Like, hey, dude, I'm leaving. Or let's go back home, you know? I just left. I was underage, too. I was like, I think I was like 16 or, yeah, I think I was like, no, I was older. So I was in my car accident a year later. I think I was like 18. Um... And yeah, so once I was in my car accident, he came over to the house and he was like, we're going to start talking again. And I was like, okay. So then we started talking again. And then one night he got drunk again and I strangled him because he was so frustrating. He wasn't listening to me. I pushed him against the wall and I just grabbed him by the neck and I was just yelling at him in his face face and I could hear him gasping for air and it made me so mad and he pushed me as hard as he could off of me and I was so fucking flabbergasted of what I did that I left and then I moved to San Francisco and then him and I didn't have a real relationship we just had an online relationship and then he again was drinking and then he tells me that I'm not his and I that he was fed up with me and fed up with trying with me and he was done so I said okay if you're done I'm done and that's when I disconnected myself from it so seven years goes by and I reach out to him and I say, hey, good morning, or hey, something. And we've been talking since. And I don't know if it's a good idea for me to do this. But, or if it's just me longing to have a relationship with my father. But I don't really think that it's that either. I think what it is, is that I don't want to be a hated, a hate, I don't want to be a hateful person. I want to give people chances and if they let me down, they let me down and then I move on. But I need to try one last time. Right? Do I? This man has done so much, so many negative things in my life, but I mean, he's not drinking anymore or at the moment and he's not doing drugs at the moment, you know, and he keeps saying that he's a changed person, so what would you guys do? Would you let it be or would you see what happened and try it again? My therapist tells me that I need to have a distant relationship. And I agree with that. I do. So 
maybe you guys can give me your feedback and maybe you guys can message me or DM me or email me about what would you guys do and give me your advice. I would love to hear from you guys because I feel a little bit stunted at this moment. So that's pretty much it. I just wanted to talk about that. I know this is a pretty long podcast and I do apologize. I'm also using a different microphone, so the volume isn't the same, I think. And you can hear the dogs in the background, but I think that's okay. So again, like usual, I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you guys. (gasps) Whoa, just burped. I don't know where that came from. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to take it out either. I'm going to leave it in. I'm going to leave this whole thing in. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to leave it all in. You guys can just hear my mess of a story and see where it takes you. So if you want to message me on Instagram, I'm at thehops, T-H-E-H-O-P-F-S. Or email me at Renee at gmail.com. That's Louisa, L-U-I-S-A-R-E-N-A-Y at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out, guys. Or if you have my phone number, text me. Uh, I appreciate who you are, what you are, and everything that you are. You guys are amazing. And thank you so much for listening. Bye.